0: Stay tuned for The Sean Casey Show, a podcast for Patriots. We- Welcome back to the Sean Casey show. This is the uh, Casey commentary. uh, All this week, we have got uh, select commentaries for you instead of full episodes. Next full episode is going to be Tuesday. Uh, January the 9th uh, in a pivotal election year just about a week out really from the Iowa caucus so thanks for joining us downloading subscribing uh, rating and reviewing uh, today's commentary state of denial over the Christmas holiday break I had the opportunity to watch an excellent documentary film called the state of denial it focuses around what happened on uh, november of 2022 to carrie lake and her uh, election for governor against katie hobbs the democrat in that state we all know that arizona was suspect and in 2020 was called early uh, by brett bear and the libs uh, at uh, fox news on 3 november 2020 thus costing people the opportunity to vote in arizona but now of course there were 65 million mail-in ballots last election cycle can you believe that 65 million and now the makers of this film uh, they have now there again, you should watch it really it should it should go viral. It should spread like wildfire because what they uh, will share some of the things they have found in, um, in their investigation. Uh, and I think very credible investigators, uh, and these are good all American Patriot groups and Patriot, um, attorneys that were, um, uh, heading this up for Carrie Lake and her lawsuit against maricopa county against the state of arizona uh, particular but i think they they've announced that they're now going to do these uh, state of denial films also in georgia where we've got the secretary of state brad raffensperger now refusing to come to testify can you imagine you, you you've claimed that this is the most well-run election in your state there was no evidence of election fraud uh, blah 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 and yet you won't show up to testify to defend it gee why is that what are you hiding Uh, Kemp and Raffensperger and a bunch of the swampy Republicans in Georgia. So there are problems in Georgia. As we know, there are problems in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, in Wisconsin, and maybe Nevada as well. And I think the filmmakers here are going to, uh, again, make a film for all of their states as well and trying to pump these out as quickly as possible here in a 2024 election year. First up though, the state of denial is in Arizona. Kurt Olson is an attorney. He's a former Navy SEAL Uh, He uh, headed up this uh, investigation. He headed up the, uh, again, had very little time to get all of this done because you remember you're under constant deadline now to certify an election. All of this had to be investigated and, and put together with a group called We the People in Arizona uh they um again did uh Shelby Bush I think heading up that group in um, in Arizona and a bunch of volunteers and people from the Election Research Institute you had former Marines like Clay Perique and uh, former army uh, attorneys uh, as well uh Brian Bame, uh and I I just you you must watch this film to find out exactly what happened uh, in uh, November of uh, 2022 uh to to Kerry Lake And with all these mail-in ballots, look, there were technical problems with these mail-in ballots. 62% of the ballots in Maricopa County were basically, uh, the machines malfunctioned. Uh, The tabulators were not working properly. We'll get to the reason why here in just a second. But they spit out ballots at the rate of 7,000 ballots every 30 minutes. And the Election Assistance Commission, uh, basically their standard, uh, their, their measure is, uh, their tolerance level is one in 500 ballots can be rejected. Well, in Maricopa County on that day, it was one out of every two. So you tell me there weren't massive technical problems and whether it was intentional or accidental or whatever, we'll get to that in just a second. There was also problems with signature verification. With these mail-in ballots, you have to have signature verification. We'll get into the specifics here in just a second, but the big picture is uh, the from from thirty thousand feet is that they found about nine to ten percent of these uh, ballots were not properly verified for signature, and that adds up to about seventy two thousand votes in a race in which Carrie Lake lost to Katie Hobbs, wink wink, by about seventeen thousand votes. That's it, and seventy two thousand votes may have been improperly verified or certified because of signature verification there's also the logic and accuracy tests that were supposed to be performed uh, prior to the election the maricopa county attorneys and election officials said that it occurred on october 11 of 2022 yet the system logs that kurt olson's people and clay perique were able to get a hold of uh there was no such certification or test done on october 11th Instead, uh, on October 14 through 18, somebody accessed those machines, broke the seals, accessed the machines to reprogram the software, uh, and there were still problems with that software, uh, and again, uh, then sealed them up after the fact. That is a violation of election law in Arizona, and unfortunately, judges, I think, are corrupt. Judges are bought off by the system, uh, and there are many other problems there as well, but uh, so right there, you've got the misfeed problem, you have signature verification, you have logic and accuracy certification that weren't uh, done properly, and you have a chain of custody issue as well. And there were 446 tabulators uh, in um, in Maricopa County that day. And as I said, the 62% of those uh, uh, had problems. And some of those uh, were also, when they went into the system logs, they found out that something called the Machine Behavioral Settings uh, was uh, was wrong uh, it was improper it was inaccurate uh, it did not match up then and, and what those do those settings enable the machines on how to properly read or scan a ballot so if those machines uh, had improper mbs uh, readings or settings uh, then there's no way they were going to be able to uh, properly scan or read the ballots. Thus, the rejection rate of 62% or one out of every two. Uh, part of the reason why of that uh, that happened is because the machines were set uh, to read 20-inch paper ballots, but what they did is they projected 19-inch ballots on 20-inch paper. And that set off the, the uh, timing markings and uh, the margins were way out of whack. That's the reason why they had problems reading these machines i would like to find out who authorized the breaking the seal and what kind of software was uh, was used to reprogram uh, these machines then when it comes to inspecting the ballots maricopa county initially refused but the law says you have to do it uh, and you, you do it by random and so they did and so clay perique went in and inspected these ballots that's when he discovered eureka the 19 inch ballot image projected on a 20 inch paper ballot 8,000 fit-to-paper ballots were rejected because of that mistake in Maricopa County. So you can see now the cavalcade of mistakes, intentional or otherwise, uh, now starting to add up to uh, ensure a a throne rigged, or invalid election. 16,700 ballots, roughly, uh, went to what's called door number three. That's when a ballot is rejected by the tabulator, can't get it to feed, it won't count it, it won't scan it. So you drop it in uh, a little slot below the machine and that's called the number 3 door number 3, but 6 over nearly 17,000 ballots had to be duplicated. And when you're duplicating ballots, you have to have the original ballot and you have to have the duplicate ballot. And then you have to figure out the voter intent, and the voter intent must match both on the original and the duplicate ballot, and it is here where of course I think uh, where much of the election uh, was thrown. In fact, uh, it was said in court by the attorneys there, this was an intentional conduct to sabotage the election. The chain of custody is also very important when you're dealing with ballots. Maricopa, Arizona state law says that the mail-in ballots had to go, uh, they're picked up by the Postal Service. The Postal Service keeps those in custody and then releases them to Maricopa County, then and only then. But Maricopa County did not follow the statute. On collecting ballots from the, from the drop boxes, for instance, they they allowed a third party, this Runbeck uh, company, uh, which is an offsite private contractor, uh, they are the ones that were allowed to collect these ballots, and they and they were transported to you know their employees. Uh, I don't even know if they're bonded or not, and put into trucks and then where they sent sent them back to this Runbeck facility. Uh, they're the ones that print the ballots and everything, but uh, they're not supposed to have chain of custody of the completed ballot. Uh, just the ballots that were printed for election day. And then their job is done, really. Uh, so the point is uh, that this is where it is is—it is believed where thousands, literally thousands of ballots were in, injected into the system at the Runbeck company, allegedly. Okay, uh, That is where they believe this is where the, the most... And the mail-in ballots are ripe for fraud. That's why France doesn't use them. Uh, and this is where... Uh, when you have a um, a third party uh, and you don't have anybody there at the Postal Service or anybody there at Maricopa County Elections uh, that is being held accountable, that is where these ballots can be injected uh, to uh, to throw the system off. And here's the reason why we know this. Uh, because we know that uh, there were 263,000 ballots that were taken in, uh, mail-in ballots at, uh, at Runbeck, okay? But the there should be when you, when you receive 263,000 ballots at the end of the day, you should tabulate or count 263,000 ballots, right? Well, that's not what happened here. There were over 298,000 ballots that end up being counted somehow at this private company, this offsite private contractor, of people who can be bought off and, and uh, bribed, et cetera. I'm not saying it had happened for sure, but it, it does. It is. There's potential for that. Somehow, over 35,000 ballots were injected into the system. So the 263,000 ballots that Maricopa County delivered through the mail-in ballot boxes somehow became 298,000 ballots. And there, I think, is your smoking gun in Arizona when it comes to Cary Lake. And so that's chain of custody. When you don't have uh, the ballots and a proper chain of custody, this is the kind of stuff that can and does happen in our elections. We wouldn't bank this way. We wouldn't um uh, do anything else in forensic auditing or forensic accounting. If you if you're picking up money from a bank, right? Uh, you know exactly how much money that uh, that bank is is giving to uh the uh, the people whether it's um you know again a armored car bank car whatever it is, they have a count and they have to know how many bags, how much money is in those bags. So when it gets from point from the bank or to the Federal Reserve or wherever they're transporting the money, Every single cent must be accounted for. Well, if we if we trust our money and verify our money like that, why don't we do the same with our votes, which I think are supposed to be sacrosanct. Uh, when it comes to signature verification, major problems in Maricopa County. Uh, they tell us that there were 48 signature. Again, you're talking about 1.3, almost 1.4 million mail-in ballots in Maricopa County alone that had to be signature verified because you signed the outside of the ballot when you send it back in. With your say. now your your voter, uh, your signature is on record with the uh, the registrar, of the Maricopa County Board of Elections. So they have to make sure they match that signature on record with the signature on the ballot. You have to do that with mail-in ballots. Otherwise, there's, there is absolutely no uh, validity or veracity to to the ballot. Well, Maricopa County crowed about they had forty-eight uh, signature ver- ver- verification workers that they put on camera, so you could see them working on camera. We'll get to that in just a second. But there were another ninety. Now, we never saw that we're not on camera. They were back in their office, they were in another part of the building, or maybe they were even doing it at home uh, from their workstation. So that is ripe for fraud. And here's what we found out from the cameras that we could see. The signature verification training, they estimate at least 30 to 45 seconds so you can examine the signature on the mail-in ballot with the signature of the exemplars on record. And what has happened here is that uh, in the vast majority of these cases, it wasn't thirty or forty seconds. It wasn't even twenty seconds or ten seconds. In most of these cases, uh, in about sixty to seventy percent of the signature worker evaluations, were scanned in less than three seconds. There is no way you can properly uh, look and match and verify signature in less than three seconds, and yet they did so verifying and a pass rate of 97 to 100 percent in those instances. Over 300,000 signatures were evaluated and signed off on in less than two seconds. Over 500,000 um, ballots were uh, signatures were verified in less than three seconds. There's just no physical way to do it. They actually have people on camera, some doing their job right, but most uh, just clicking through. Uh, just, uh, you know, I'm getting paid. I'm just clicking through. I'm not even bothering looking. I'm just clicking right through one, right after the other. So these are some of the problems they discovered in Arizona. You should watch this film state of denial. I would love to see them take on uh, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and maybe even Nevada. We have got to clean up our voting process. We have got to unify it, make it de uniform. We really should go back to paper ballots and have everybody voting in person Uh, the only absentee would be those uh, who uh, get a doctor's note or if you're in the military this mail-in ballot stuff has to stop because if not our elections will be constantly um, being second-guessed for uh, years to come hopefully some of these changes can happen in 2024 this election year uh, but at least we're on the watch now and we know what to look for freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction Thanks again for joining us for this KC Commentary, State of Denial. Remember, our next full episode will drop on Tuesday, January the 9th. Make sure you're here for that just one week out of the Iowa caucus. And uh, hope you had a happy uh, new year. Uh, Until then, God bless our troops. God bless America. Fight hard and stay free.